Baza. Yeah. Did you complete your goals? Yes. We're going to start today's episode off as usual talking about our goals. Yes, so, I did. Yeah? What yeah. was your goal last week? My goal was to be self-led. And I and I was self-led in most areas, but there were some areas that I that I wasn't. Yeah, I think the one thing you did this week that was probably good is you actually created a list. Yes. Um, one thing that Barry was really good at in the past doing was just really good at or bad hoping at? for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, he'd be like, "I've got so much to do," and I'm like, "I don't understand how you operate without a list." Yeah, Tara's like, "Do you have it on your Google Calendar?" I'm like, "Nah." I'm like, how do you not have anything? Anyway, so it was giving me anxiety. Plus, he was like working on 50 things at one time. Yeah, it wasn't good. I would, the thing is, now that we've started all the podcasts and the everything else. There's um, a lot of moving parts in our life. I do need a calendar. I do need a to-do list. Yeah. But yeah. We use three things now. I taught Barry the the ADHD brain dumping tip. So we do brain dumps where... Mm. Explain what a brain dump is, A brain dump is everything that just is in your brain. And you dump it on a piece of paper. And then once it's all out on the piece of paper, like you might need to do groceries, you might need to buy new shoes, you might need to, I don't know, water your your plants, you might need to make your bed, you might need to, you know, wash that dress or buy a dress for the week, whatever it is, Mm. you've got like all these million ideas and you just sit there and it's in no order. You just blah, 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 and you just jot it all down. Like vomit in a way. Yeah, and that's like an ongoing piece of paper. So it's just like there on your desk. But then what you do is you can then take that. So I'll normally take that list and then turn it into like categories. So like for us, because we work for ourselves, you know, I'll have a category that's like for the podcast or Barry Barry or like personal life or family or like people to respond to. Like you kind of, yeah, put it into categories and then cross it off the brain dump and then you just kind of keep brain dumping. Yeah. Like whenever I'm in a meeting or whenever, I don't know, pretty much just my whole life, whenever I'm anywhere, I'm brain dumping. Mm. Like I'm writing lists. How many times do I, what do I do? I text Barry my list. Yeah. And then we've uh, we knock off a few of them, but it's like groceries was on our list for a good four or five days there. Yeah. And we <laughs> just kept going. But no, like I think I think the point is though is like one thing that I've had to learn to do with my ADHD and it's you don't have ADHD, but I I taught you I think you it's how, good for anyone. Yeah, I taught you how to do it. it's just kind of like keeping a record because either yeah. way, like even if I like you should see my notes app, but like I have a notes app full of dot points and things I need to get done, then I'll always text my like if you went on my Facebook Messenger or my mm. personal messenger or Instagram, I send myself messages con- like all day long. Oh me, yeah. Um, because I don't always have a piece of paper in front of me, but like yeah. it's kind of there where I can like end up then putting it in my my master list almost. But yeah, yeah you've gotten really. I think that that's probably like the main way this week you've been self led. Yeah, definitely it was good. Sorry, I stole the thunder on that. <laughs> I'm just very I'm passionate. Used to it. I'm very um, passionate about yeah, about you, brain dumps. It's your turn. Your turn, turn now, Tita's. What was your my check-in. goal? I'm not going to lie. I feel like I have to admit that I didn't actually achieve my goal because I forgot about it. <laughs> I didn't write it down. You did try something else though. What did I try? You tried the nose strip. Yeah, I did. So last week my goal was I really wanted to, I was telling you guys about how like the benefits of um, like nose strips and, and mouth, tape. mouth taping. Yeah. And I was really wanting to buy myself some tape for my mouth. Um. And I'm pretty sure I ended up going to the chemist and then I ended up buying, I went to Priceline when I went to Helen's Vale. Mm. 
And I ended up buying, what did I buy? I bought something completely Some makeup or something? irrelevant. Okay. And I went in there for that and yeah. then I got distracted and came out. Anyway, so this week I am going to go and I'm going to get the stuff for, for mouth taping, hopefully. But Baz, what is your goal for this week coming? Bef- before we go on to that, I would just like to point out, how did you go to sleep last night? Like what, 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 what did you use instead of a pillow? I'm so fed up with sleeping. <laughs> it is such a, not a waste of time, but it's so annoying. Yeah. Oh, I, my pillow wasn't vibing with me and I keep waking up with like a dead arm and I don't, I love you guys, but please don't send me a million recommendations on pillows because I don't need any more recommendations on pillows because I probably have, and this is not yeah. an exaggeration, I probably have like 30 pillows. You'd have a lot of pillows. The mountain is too big and none of them work. And I think it's less about an actual finding the right pillow and more just a sensory thing. So what did you use last night to try and sleep on your back? Because Tara's a side sleeper. She tried to sleep on her back. What did you use? I'm trying to train myself to sleep on my back, but it's for some reason when I lay down on my back, my brain doesn't switch off. Mm. When I'm on my side, it's like, I don't know what about it, but I just like, I actually doze off. So So what what did did I use? use? Um, I used an Udi. You said Udi. <laughs> I did. I was like, I yelled at Barry, who poor thing was asleep, but the Udi's on on his side of the bed, and the dog's normally on the floor. So if I get up, I'll normally trip on her and scare the living daylights out of her. So I was like, Barry, Barry, can you pass me the Udi? And so he chucks me the Udi, um, and I tried to use that as a pillow slash eye mask slash headphones, everything, yeah. and it didn't work. No. So I just used my pillow after that. But Baz, what's your goal this week? My goal this week. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um, my goal this week would be to learn something new, which I have already booked in to do. I like it that. It's going to be learn something new. Love that. My goal this week is to smash out the you, me and ADHD modules. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Mm. I'm very excited for them. We've and it got... launches Wednesday, doesn't it? It does. Yes. It launches 11th of October. So jump in, guys. Which is a vibe. We've already got like 100 people mm. in there and it's super exciting. I'm just, this is like my love language, weirdly <laughs> enough. I love teaching. I love talking. As you guys Yes, know. as you know. Um, as Barry knows, as Josh knows, <laughs> and as the people know. But yeah, I think like there's just so much that I've gotten to learn, not just in our relationship, I think just in a lot of relationships in the past that. You know, you dated other people. Yeah, is that it? <laughs> um, but just relationships and just things I've learned about myself that since having an ADHD diagnosis, I've I've come to understand. I think, you know, at the end of the day, most people with ADHD are gonna have a relationship at some point. So yeah. this is gonna be something that they're gonna need to learn and to understand. And there's just no information out there. So my goal and my vision for you, me, and ADHD is to you know, just be able to help people understand themselves and their partners and, and not feel so like their ADHD is just ruining their lives. Mm. And they're like this, you know, it's this thing that they just can't manage and control and therefore relationships are stuck. Mm. Like I've been there and it's just not the case. Like when you know who to look out for in a partner, the qualities, what you need, what you learn, how to communicate, how to set boundaries, how to have conflict and you just understand your own ADHD, like it, it's really impactful yeah it's really impactful so yeah Tidizel what advice would you give someone who has just started out on their personal ADHD journey okay I would probably say that you really want to focus on education and kind of getting around people that actually understand you and 
Look, I fully understand that that is a lot easier said than done. And that's actually why Barry and I created what's called the NeuroSpicy family. So basically, the NeuroSpicy family, we love them so much, but it is a membership for all ADHDers diagnosed or undiagnosed who are basically ready and wanting to really learn about their ADHD, get that education. They're ready to kind of connect with other like-minded people who are on that journey as well. And they're also just at a point where they're ready to actually embrace their ADHD and who they truly are. I'll give you a little bit of a rundown of how it kind of works. So every month we release a module or a masterclass focusing on one particular topic. In addition to that, our members also get access to daily support and advice. There's support groups, discussion forums. We even do a monthly book club, which is such a vibe. Um, One of my favorite things in this whole community is the accountability challenges we do. Um, which can be anything from, you know, great gratefulness or kind of like goals. Like there's lots of different ones that we can do in there. Um, and then we also have a monthly live call with all of our members, which is a lot of fun. The one thing I've noticed that most members always tell us is that it's the perfect mix between like education and community. Yeah, that is one thing our members really, really love. And, you know, honestly, when you get a diagnosis, it's already so confusing and overwhelming as it is. But, you know, one thing we really wanted to kind of achieve with this membership is kind of just making ADHD and navigating it as easy and as straightforward as possible. So guys, if you do want to learn more about the NeuroSpicy family, then feel free to check out the link in the description. It is open all year round. So jump on in and come say hi. Um, so guys, last night I rearranged my entire living room. Uh, who rearranged it? <laughs> who, who came up with the idea and okay. then who's the one that actually had to do it? Let me give you guys a little bit of context. You helped. You ran around. Let me give a little <laughs> bit of context. So I have no idea if this is an ADHD thing, but I'm going to run you through my mental process. So, okay. okay. Whenever I was young, so since I was very young, like I'm talking like probably since I could walk, it has been a thing of mine to change my space. So whether that's rearranging, whether that's redecorating, whether that is painting, whatever it is, it's like it hits a point in my life. Like it can be anywhere from a week to a couple of months, but I hit a point and it's like my brain just gets this urge. Like I can't, I'll be asleep in my bed at night. I remember it as a kid. I was in my bed at night one time and I couldn't go to sleep. And then I went downstairs to to my dad who was still working at the time. I said, dad, I need to paint my room. He's like, you are not painting your room. (laughs) And we, we had not have a sink. We did not have a single wall painted a different color at that time. It was all white. All the walls were white. There was no colors. But at the time, this is where, remember when everyone would have like a feature wall, Mm -hmm. like they would paint like one wall, one color. Yeah. And it was like really in. I don't know if that's still in anymore. But anyway, I was fixated. So I decided that I wanted to paint warm. And so I stayed up and I talked to my dad. Unfortunately, no, nowhere was open. But I bet you the next day, what did we go do? You, we went and bought paint. Oh, wow. Do you know what colors, you your dad you know what colors I picked? So what, I said to dad, color? I was like, dad, I don't know if I want blue or if I want green or if I want brown. So I made him buy. <laughs> so 
So he buy me, bought me a pot of each so we could do a tester on each wall to see which color I liked. I decided, ah, oh, I liked all three. Had three walls, may as well have painted them. So I ended up painting one wall brown. It was literally like poo brown. Mm. And then I painted the other wall green. Mm. Then I painted the other wall blue. And how long did that last till you painted them again? Well, I also then decided it would be really fun to get all of those three colors and get them all on a paintbrush and then on my wardrobe door, like throw the paint. So I threw the paint like this big splatter <laughs> and I thought it was super artistic. Um, but I loved it for ages. I loved that. That's but so like <laughs> then I wanted new blinds. Then I wanted, you know, different curtains and I wanted a different bed and I wanted, it's just something weird. That's like, I, I, I feel like it is an ADHD thing because mm. it's that idea that like we need that novelty and that new space mm. and, and all the things. So, um, yeah, that, that's kind of a thing that's, that's been a beautiful trait of mine. Your dad is a saint. Yeah, he is. And your mom. But I also used to do this thing where they would be asleep at night <laughs> and I would get the weirdest urge to like go downstairs and just organize or mm -hmm. like change everything around. So my poor mom would wake up the next morning and like the batteries would be in a random box that she couldn't <sighs> find. And like. Do you remember that, Josh? <laughs> it was just like everything would be completely like the the poor Josh and my brothers, their like games, like mm. their um, Xbox games and PlayStation games would just be everywhere. But anyway, the point of this whole story is that I've just always loved change. Yeah. And even just in this house. What is new in this house that you've changed? I think in the last like. I think it's been the blinds. Yeah. The carpet. Yeah. The color of the house. The walls. Yeah, the wall. No. Exterior and oh, interior. Yeah. We painted the and outside fence. of the house. And <laughs> and shed. And furniture. Furniture. TVs. Cups. cups plates. Plates. It's just a whole fridges. new house. But it's not even just buying new things, because like that's one part of it. Like obviously, sure. But like I was a broke uni student for a really long time as mm. well, which meant I did not have any money to do any of that. Mm. So at that time, it was just rearranging. So like I changed rooms in this house three times. <laughs> What's well, like when we were just friends, I used to notice you change your room a lot. Yeah. Oh, and it was you like would every two weeks. Downstairs a lot. It was I never noticed. I never knew why, but now I kind of Actually, know was, why. Do you remember I had an office out the back room? I had yes. an office in the front room. I had my office up in my in yes. my room. I had like it was in every part. It was there was once against like this wall. Yeah. Like it was just every single place in this house. Anyway, mm -hmm. so <laughs> last night, what happened last night, Barry? Last night, Tara comes to me and well, it wasn't last night. It's been a few days where Tara's like, "I need something new. I need to change. How about we move everything out?" But the thing with Tara's impulse is she doesn't think ahead really. That's the beauty, beautiful part about impulses. Impulse. Yeah. What she do I always say? That's a future everything me that problem. Changes, yeah. Everything that comes with that. So I start thinking about everything that comes with that, whether it's noise, whether it's other people in the room, whether it's all those things. And Tara's like, nah. Doesn't matter. It's fine. What I need now is a change. So do you we know what do the, the worst? Change, hang on, then, pause, pause, pause. Okay. Do you know what the worst thing is that I just remembered? So I love changing my room around. And I think that's why I now change the office around like a crazy woman. So in COVID, we actually built, if you guys have followed us on TikTok oh, for yeah. a while, 
we built a floating bed. Mm -hmm. The floating bed is made out of hardwood. Yeah. It's like, how many kilos would that be? I don't even know. I don't want to... Like yes. 150? Yeah, it'll be about 100. It's like 150, 150 kilos. Like, I can't even lift up one corner of it. I thought that it was a really cool, fun idea to make a floating bed. And now I can't move the no, freaking the thing. thing. has to stay there. So I get no, I, ha- I have no freedom in my room. I cannot change it. At, <laughs> and then I also thought it was a good idea to install like a, you know, like the uh, curtain yes. thing above. I installed this like curtain waterfall looking thing above the bed. And it's all great in theory until you have ADHD and you need to change your room and you freaking can't. Yes. There's only one place in the room where my desk can be as well. It's actually dirty. Like I think the white thing, we actually have to clean that. Yeah. But yes, um, that bed, that bed is going to stay with the house for the rest of the time. You have to actually undo it. Like you have to to unbuild it if you ever want to move it. It's move. so annoying because I've had the urge like to move rooms. Like I've wanted to move it down. Remember how I said, oh, we should do, we should put the oh, office up office in the top upstairs, room. Yeah. And, and Barry just looks at me and he's like, there's nowhere no. we're building no. that bed. You would so, have to get a crane in here to take it off the balcony because you yeah. can't actually carry it down the stairs. It's that heavy. But look, I think that this all goes beyond just, you know, having an impulse and needing a change. I actually, I don't know the science and I would love for someone (laughs) i'll try and find someone but someone who could actually speak on this about the fact that i really think for adhd is because whenever we post something about this it's like every single person's like oh my god yes oh my god yes oh my god yes oh my god yes me too and like all the neurotypicals in my life aren't like this like ever since i've known you you this used to be barry's old room where we film our podcast and barry's room was the same layout for five years. I go to sleep and I wake up. <laughs> like he never had, there was the desk there, his bed there. That was it. There I, was never like an urge. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but so moving the desk and when you see a room nice and empty or a new place set up where it's nice and clean after setting it up, it is kind of nice. You get the dopamine rush. Yes. You do yeah. get a bit of dopamine from the fact that it's something new. It's nice. And I think that's probably what the expert might say. I don't know. Um, in the way that it gives you that dopamine, so you want to work more. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I just, I think like for a neurotypical person though, like the urge isn't that extreme. No. Whereas like for me, I was sitting there at my desk like the last week, and I, I'm just at a wall. Mm. It's just there's no excitement going and sitting at my desk. There's no like, yes, I want to go in my office and I want to be creative. Like the juices were just gone because the space was so familiar yeah. and it was so like just bland. Yeah. And like, that's when it just starts becoming like, but yeah, I think it just lost its like sparkle, but I feel like that's actually why we as ADHD is kind of need that or like have that desire to rearrange furniture mm. and all the things because one helps us clean two. It, it like creates a new space and a new atmosphere, like you, like what you were saying. But mm. it also just like it creates that novelty. Yeah, I can see. And this also probably, well, it was very cramped and it became annoying. And then yeah. that's what you you've explained a lot of a lot of the time with ADHD. If something's too hard, you just stop doing it. And like yeah. the fact of setting up the cameras each time, moving around, yeah. you got your chair, and it just became a mission. But now with the space, I think shooting today. It's just so much better. And Josh has got a desk and he looks like he's in power. Yeah. He's 
But yeah, I think not only just is like the novelty and like the fact that it's a new space mm. and it has this fresh feel, but I think as well, it's like what you were just saying, like the cleanliness, like it gives you that opportunity to reorganize mm. and reshift and like, like what you were saying, like, like I know not everyone obviously listening to this has a podcast, but like sometimes you start to avoid things like for example, if your kitchen is super, super messy and like there's stuff everywhere, a lot of the times you might actually find yourself finding it hard to cook. And nine times out of 10, the reason you're finding it hard to cook is less about the fact that you don't want to cook and more about the fact that having to clean up the kitchen or even just having to cook in a cluttered space mm. can be really like overwhelming and make you kind of avoid the scenario yeah so like even when it comes to grocery shopping for example i know that like if the fridge is really really full of like old meals that i haven't eaten and like it's just busy and messy and cluttered then i will kind of subconsciously not want to go grocery shopping because mm. that means that there's 10 different steps before i even get to what i need to kind of do like i yeah. need to go empty it i then need to probably clean it because it's disgusting you know, I'll then get the urge to get new containers again, probably. <laughs> and then it's like, you kind of got all these little battles. And I think like that was when I was looking at the office or like the space where I needed yeah. to work, you know, I was like, it was just like this constant feeling of like, it's messy, it's cluttered, it's not working. It doesn't feel fresh. Like it's just that kind of like chaos. Yeah. So I think if you take, the thing I want you guys to take away from this is to really kind of think you know, look at things in your life that you're avoiding and ask yourself, like, what's one way you can lean into your ADHD to actually make that better? So, like, mm. we're all about not, like, kind of just creating systems and things to eliminate your ADHD. At the end of the day, like, right there and then, Barry could have looked at me or I could have looked at myself and gone, Tara, you're being ridiculous. You don't need to rearrange your office. It's going to be a waste of time. It's a Saturday night. There's a million things, other things that you'd want to do just put up with it, blah. Like I could have just tried to suppress that urge mm. within myself to, you know, go and have that moment of rearranging and whatnot. But like, had I have done that, one, I would have still been feeling the same way. And it would have been a shit show today. Yeah, and I would have just been suppressing it. I would have been overstimulated. It would have felt messy and cluttered. So yes, as an ADHD, there are strategies out there where it basically just teaches you to suppress your ADHD. Yeah. But if you know Barry and I, that is not what we are about. You know, we are very much about empowering you to really learn how to tap into your ADHD and what could be seen as a weakness, mm. you know, having to impulsively rearrange room, yeah. at nine o'clock at night can actually be seen as a really big strength. And when you tap into it in the right way, you know, it can be really helpful. Well, I think too, like if you look from last night, we rearranged everything and it was it felt like a massive reset it did i think from last week especially last week being in so much burnout for both of us and mm. just having bad sleeps and everything last night we had a good sleep we went for a run this morning yeah um we're going to train this week we've got stuff set out and it just felt like a massive reset and yeah. sometimes people need that if they need to change a room around to yeah. feel like they have a reset then that's a, that's okay. And I think you've explained to me once before about the, the fact with ADHD and the mo like the first, what's it called when you have to motivate yourself? 
Like you do a little task to... Um, like dopamine mining? I think so, maybe. <laughs> Where you get little bits of dopamine from little things. Yeah, to move yourself forward. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's dopamine mining. I think there's another another name for it. Um, but yeah, it's it's this idea that, you know, doing little things can get the dopamine back into things. Yeah. You know, like um, I actually posted a funny video the other day that resonated with a lot of our following where um, for me, taking, um, you know, supplements and different things like that, just the same old boring way, mm. just gets really boring really quickly. Like I just don't want to get your same protein shaker out and do it. Like, and for me, putting it in like a mug or putting it, having it hot or having it cold or having it in a juice or having it like kind of mixing it up, um, putting it in a cocktail glass, like just doing it in a fun way can sometimes just bring that dopamine back. Or like, you know, for me, it's going to Kmart and seeing cute, um, seeing cute cocktail glasses yeah. and going, oh, I'm going to have them. And Barry looking at me going, why do you need cocktail glasses? It's like they were four bucks or something. Yeah. And it's like buying them and then just coming home and being like, cool, I'm going to use them for my supplements. Like it's getting excited, excited again about little mundane things. And yeah. like, I just think that there is so much power in tapping into your ADHD yeah. as opposed to kind of like fighting it yeah. constantly. It's exhausting. You go, that's why you get into burnout. Yeah. So rearrange the room, do the things and have fun. Yeah. So guys, my challenge, if you are listening, my challenge to you this week is if you are wanting to get into kind of a new habit or things, you're kind of trying to start something in, in life, you know, whether that's, we've talked about this before, but whether that's getting into running or eating healthy or, you know, just journaling or doing yoga at home, whatever it is, find or even just maybe start thinking about what in your space can you do? Where can you tap into your ADHD and that concept of tapping into, into novelty and creating something new for yourself? Um, that, you know, is going to help you get back into things. We've talked about it before being like the other couple of weeks ago, that was me buying new shoes. I know not everyone is in a position to always just go and buy new things, but like you can do it, like I said, just rearranging furniture, getting new clothes out. You know, one of my favorite things to do is like, for example, I used to have like all my old pairs of jeans. If I didn't like them anymore, I'd cut them into shorts. You know, mm -hmm. it's just doing new things, having fun with it and just tapping into your ADHD. But that is it from us today, guys. We hope you loved today's episode. And as always, Barry, we'd love for you to smash that five-star rating. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> um, but we will see you guys next episode. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.